This is episode number 104. If you can help someone, just help them. With Akshay Kumar. Welcome, my name is Oleg Lohid, and this is the Overcoming Odds Podcast, where you get a glimpse into the stories of individuals who have overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving their personal success. This podcast was built by you and for you to help you overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving your fullest potential. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to make a few brief announcements. First one being is I'd like to highlight our review of the week, which comes from Jordan Gross. This podcast is so worth listening to because the host provides some incredibly intuitive questions and he really dives deep into getting to the core of his guests. Thank you so much, Jordan, for the wonderful review. If you want to be featured on our review of the week, please go ahead and leave us one on iTunes, Facebook, or Google. The second announcement that I wanted to make is regarding our weekly calls called Courageous Conversations. These are opportunities for you to get connected to other community members within the Overcoming Ads tribe through a weekly one-hour session that focuses on different elements and different topics of our own personal experience. Now, if you've been able to receive any of the emails regarding the call as far as when it is and how it's happening, awesome. If you haven't had a chance to do so, feel free to reach out to us and we'll be happy to send you all the information regarding them. Now, let's get back to our show. Akshay, welcome to the show. Hey, Oleg. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for it's being here. It's great to be here. here. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm honored to have you here because I know that when you and I first connected, we started to talk about you know just our individual stories and the things that uh, we all experience on a daily basis and the different obstacles that we go through. And so I really wanted to have you on here to be able to share as much of your story you can. And I know the topic that we're going to dive into a little bit later speaks a little about um, us being resourceful with the resources that we have at hand, and also redefining what it means to have an impact in today's day and age. But I think before we get into that, I'm going to ask you a similar question that I ask all of our guests that come onto the show, and that is this rather low-rate question that we probably get asked millions of times throughout our day, and that is, who are you? How, Definitely. How would, how, how would you answer that question if you were asked that? Um, in simple terms, I would just say that, you know, I'm, I'm a fighter. As simple as that. If you have to like classify me as something, I mean, you can you can give me all my titles and you can give all my degrees to me. You can call me an engineer. You can call me a tech geek. You can call me a comic book fanatic. But at the end of the day, I've just realized that I'm someone that's persistent and never gives up. I go as long as I'm breathing, I'm still fighting. Mm. That's the way I look at myself. When when do you think that mindset or definition first emerged for you? Uh, thank you. And that's a great question. Like, I guess that uh, conversation, I mean, I'm sorry, that uh, way of looking at life came across at a very young age, uh, when I had to move out of uh, my uh, parents house, because you know, like, um, we kind of had certain circumstances where my parents would be traveling all across the world. Mm-hmm. And um, they couldn't be at home to look after my education and all that. So that's when they said, like, hey, uh, we're putting you in a boarding school and all that. So at a, at a very tender age of like, say, I guess, 14, I was pretty much out of home and now it's been like 11 years and, you know, almost 25, 26. 
the way i look at life and the way i see it is like you know uh i when i was put out away in the world i had to fight for the basic things uh, of life that is like clothes food and shelter mm. so that was the kind of situations that i've been in wherein you know you actually going to be fighting for everything and that's when this um survival and this kind of um, thought process that nothing in the world is handed down to you you always have to go take it so that's the way i've looked at it mhm i think it's a very interesting mindset to have as far as the ability to earn things and i mean as part of that journey as you and i share similar things in common from our past you know what, yes, I've, what i've learned is that when you are put yourself in a position where you're there to earn some of the things in life it actually simultaneously develops your character and who you become definitely and you actually start realizing the value of things and value of things that were given to you at home uh, mm-hmm. and the things that you were taking for granted but then you notice that the real world nothing's given to you mhm nothing is given to you my friend everything just comes to you either you like you know take it beg for it or plead for it and majority of the times it's usually taking it that counts because no matter how good you are or no matter how well you plead for it nothing's nobody's going to hand you down things or hand you down whatever you want you want something you go get it period mm-hmm. take us a little step back and i know you mentioned a little bit about your story of having to fight for food clothes and shelter and all those things that you had mentioned where where did that originate from you know what how many years were you in that particular situation and how did you ultimately get out of those circumstances definitely i mean uh, i would definitely like to thank my parents to actually showing me that reality at a young age because because of that uh, the way i think about life has always uh, been a little bit more um, in depth than the people of my age who just think about you know like partying and all that which which is not wrong but i just look at it in a very different way so uh, taking a step back i would start off and i was pretty young and you know like you know my mid teens 14 when i was put in a hostel in a place uh, back in india where i didn't know the local language i didn't know the local people all i mean even though it was a english speaking school people would still uh, trample you over if you didn't speak the local language so the basic story was when i was when i had to go and when you have this canteens where they serve you dinner and lunch and all that you just wanted to go have another piece of bread or have some more extra gravy and all that just because you don't have the local language thing you would not be given there like hey that's just one per person mm-hmm. and then i would see that people who would uh, speak the local language could take as many as they want and then uh, another episode of it was like you know uh, we used to have this common laundries where we had to give our clothes and all that and whenever i gave my clothes or my uniforms for the boarding school i would never receive them back i started losing things in big times and then i noticed that the way like you know they didn't even care they just put it across in the laundry and bring it out and people would take it before i would and then i started noti- noticing the nuances the other people had they would always go have a conversation with these guys learn to talk to them know them on a first name basis and that's when i realized that realize a very basic thing that uh, you know this thought or this proverb that is being told like when in rome learn to be a roman and that's mm-hmm. what i started learning it i started learning the local language local dialect mingling with the local cultural group and even though it was poles apart from where i was and what i was taught 6 to 7 years of that life actually made me where i am today and then there were issues uh, there were times where i was um, you know in a, at a place where we would not have water for like days together so we would take this um, uh, gallon gallon cans where we had to carry from first ground floor to the eighth floor 
without electricity because there was no water the electricity was not there and there's vice versa it's like a vicious circle the electricity is off the water is not being pumped to your room and all that so we would go collect water cans me and my roommate would pick it up from the ground floor and get it all the way to the eighth floor on the shoulders and we had to use that same water for brushing our teeth our daily routines uh, washing washing vessels and they would be there i've i've seen life wherein you know i've actually uh, gone and used the restrooms or gone and used uh, mcdonalds or you know any kind of uh, cinema houses like how you have amc over here we had a lot mm-hmm. of things around back in india i had to just go there and use my use the restrooms for my daily morning business so i've seen life like that my friend wow i can definitely i can definitely remember times when i was younger too especially the times where i Uh, lived in the orphanage and you know sometimes we only had one bathroom for the whole family and the and kids would have to find absolutely. a pot and and you know go do their business in a pot and then you go and wash it out and stuff definitely so. and uh, this was not for one or two days it was like probably for an entire year where i had no proper electricity or water and i don't even know how i would looking back at it i i didn't even know how i uh, how i survived through it but then i just did it and you know you just have to keep going there's no other option because if i had taken the option of sitting and crying there my my school and academic would have left out i wouldn't be able to do the things that i want to do that was one phase of it and the other phase of it is when i started doing my bachelors uh i had money to friday regular classes of 8 hours or something um 8 to 4 pm and be back home like around 5 5:30 mm-hmm. and saturday sunday was my day off but then at those days i would actually do things that i wanted to do when i didn't get time so i would actually wake up on a saturday like a regular working hours go take uh, i didn't have any means of transportation then i would take um regular city bus that would take me like one and a half to two hours to reach the destination finish classes finish classes like you know programming or android development or for example gre the exam that i had to write to get into grad school in us so i would do all that and then finish the classes that were there for 4 hours and on the way back there would be no buses because it would be an afternoon and that the place where i studied was like really hot and there would be like the frequency of buses would decrease throughout the day till the afternoon and again pick up in the evening so i had to wait for like 1 2 hours miss my lunch come back so you see a class that i could finish in like 4 hours and take 1 hour each way to travel i would actually spend like entire 7 to 8 hours on the streets on on uh, on the go the entire day so saturday sunday would just go like that mm. and then there was a time where there was this flood everyone was actually vacating the city and going away from that place but i i knew that i had to do this course i knew i had to get the certification so i would actually go on this go on this places where you know the water were knee deep or coming up to almost your hips so i've been in those situations as well where in i've survived floods just for the sake of doing this certification mm. you know or all, all, all those stories make me realize is the fact that you had all the resources in front of you now that the ways to utilize them obviously varied from one to another and so it, it just makes me think of this question as you share it when did you understand the fact that a you had all the resources and b that it was really just going to come down to you becoming more resourceful with them and not looking for these new ways to solve whatever the problems you had at hand but rather just figure out in making work whatever was in front of you um uh, 
to be honest i didn't i mean i i still don't think that i mean i mean right now i think that yeah we do have a lot of resources but back in the day when i was facing all these things the way i looked at it was like it was plain simple again going back uh, reiterating the point i made earlier was like you know see there are people that are rich and have a lot of things and you know you can uh, you can whine a lot about that that you know they have a better life and they have people around them to help them out but no matter on no matter what i do there's nobody that's going to come and help me out there that's a fact that i understood within the first two years of being in a you know being in a different land and a different culture so all i had to do was you know i knew where i wanted to be in the next four five years and i knew that i wanted to get these things done before i finish my bachelor's and that was the only option i either had to do it on a saturday or sunday or i had to do it on the weekdays and weekdays was not a possibility because i had a regular like a regular bachelor's degree going on that time mm. so i just fi- figured it out in si- simple uh plain uh, i would say black and white like hey you want it just go get it there's no other way the only way you're seeing it is this and if you really wanted that bad i don't think so that anything else would actually affect you and that at that time i really wanted the things to reach over here very badly i mean a lot of my friends and colleagues then were like hey are you mad are you going waking up on a saturday you were going on a sunday and all that i i, I didn't know what to say them but i just knew that i was doing it for what i wanted and that's the way i wanted to invest it mhm would you say your parents played a big role in in helping you and and pushing you to go after your goals and making all of them seem possible uh definitely my parents have actually uh, been really helpful uh, during my early academic years and during my high school and finishing college and all that thing it's without them i wouldn't have reached all these things financially they've been very helpful supporting mental support they've been really great but they just put me in a place where you know they themselves were like really worried oh did we make the right decision of putting him in that place where he did, he was struggling every other day but that 6 7 years of struggle has taught me a lot about life than i think i would have learned anywhere huh what would you say you've learned what's the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself throughout this journey so far throughout this journey so far well i was always a tenacious kid back in the day back in school when you know i knew i wanted to do this i would i knew I, whenever i wanted to do something there used to be this regular complaints that uh, but whenever my teachers whenever my parents would come down to this parent teacher meeting the regular complaint they had was your boy is really stubborn and i don't know <laughs> but he's very stubborn and it turned out to be really true i am really stubborn and tenacious for things that i want and i would go to the world end of the world to get those things and that and that hasn't uh, been taken well by a few of my friends but hey It's the things I want. It's not the things you want. It is what it is, right? And it's your life yeah. to live at the end of the yeah. day. Yes, sir. I want to jump into kind of the, the theme of today's episode that you and I wanted to talk about, and that is the impact that we can have in this what you call tiny time speck, of which we are nothing but grains of dust. So Absolutely. I, I think before we dive into the core of that, I think it's important for us to define how you view impact to begin with. you know what what is impact to you like how how do you view that particular concept uh absolutely before i jump into that i would like to explain why i said that tiny speck of dust and all that things and the way why i look at it it's just that you know like um, you know we we guys are trying to explore the space and we guys are trying to explore beyond earth and all that which is a good thing which is i'm not saying is a bad thing and all that the way i know it and the way i mean scientifically we're saying it's like 
we have only discovered like 10 to 15% of the entire flora and fauna of the earth mm. so the ocean has so many millions and billions of organisms that have still not been identified mm-hmm. so in that in this earth uh, the circumsphere of the earth we are just nothing but small human beings and we are probably you know like you know probably like 5 to 10% of the entire organisms that are there in this world Mm. and if we have to look at it in the bigger picture we we are like again you know this entire earth and this entire solar system scientifically speaking is again a small part of the bigger galaxy or whatever you know the scientific terms mm-hmm. you know that so looking at it that is a very small thing and we are pretty much you know i would say non existent in the bigger picture all we have is this time and all we are is like transient beings that's the way i look at it Mm. and that's where my idea and my philosophy of being an impactful person comes into play and this is what my parents have always taught me from a young age is like you know if you can help someone just help them that's the goal that they have always taught me and if you cannot don't make their life miserable because you have a lot of people that are willing to pull you down when you're trying to climb upstairs and i've seen that i've i've had my lot of people in my in my friend circle have seen that my dad has seen that during his struggling years so there are a lot of people so if there if you are 10 people in a room and you are trying to climb up a ladder there'll be like eight or seven people trying to pull you down mm. and the one or two will either help or they'll stay neutral so that's the way that's the concept of me looking at the world and you know whatever it is you're just going to be here for like probably 60 70 years make sure you do whatever you want and you know it's your personal life but do it in such a way that you don't harm somebody and if you are given a chance or if you know that you can help somebody for even at least a day go ahead and do it that's the way i look at it so that's where my my idea of you know helping others come in so that's one thing that i always make it a point is like if i can do something to someone and you know it's going to cost me like a few dollars might as well do it i mean we spend we spend so much cash on our entire on our daily life there are a lot of people that are less fortunate than us we can always step up and you know if each person thinks the way that you know getting trying to help them someone or trying to teach someone i know that food and resources and all those things are your personal way of looking at looking at it but the way i would do is i still do is like you know back in the day in bachelors i would go ahead and teach these underprivileged kids and all that things so that's where i realized that you can give them anything you can give them money you can give them food you can give them clothes that's all going to be temporary but make sure you try and invest them invest in their knowledge and that's when when you give them knowledge they're going to stick with it for the rest of their life so that's my idea of making a decent impact mhm i love that point and the, the last thing that you mentioned in regard to knowledge for longest time i used to see this um cut out it was on billboards and things like that as i'm sure you might have come across it's called knowledge is power absolutely but, but what i've learned is that you know knowledge on its own it's great but there's got to be some action because Absolutely. you have to be able to apply that knowledge to your own life based on your own understanding so knowledge plus action is power that's what i've learned about it one more thing that i would like to add on is like um learning should be endless it's not like you finish your degree it's not like you finish grad school and it's like hey i'm done learning learning should be till the time you breathe mhm till the time you stop breathing sorry so that's something that my mom taught me at a very young age and it's like It's always been on. Yeah, I think I think being a student of life 
being a student of whatever it is that you're pursuing, I think that's the only way to grow and to understand Absolutely. what else is ahead of you. And and if you think about it, when the different endeavors and things like that that you would, uh, take upon in life, they have their own growth stages. So whenever you hit a point when you're not growing, that's where you, you stop questioning yourself. Why does this Absolutely. exist this way? How can I improve it? Who else can I speak with? Who else can I help? And so questioning, I think that's the... I think that's the essence of it all is always learning to stay curious within any situation. And uh, I think this goes hand hand in hand. Like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel that being le- being uh, a student and being humble always goes hand in hand. You can never be a student if as long as you're not humble. Mm-hmm. Because I've met a lot of people and a lot of people that are highly qualified and you tell them that something is wrong, they kind of take it like a big insult. Mm-hmm. So that's where the concept of being humble Humility comes into a big, big question when you're willing to learn. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we're kind of missing out. And I kind of pity the current uh, trend where people actually think that, you know, you get a lot of degrees or you get a couple of certificates and you're good and your things. So ultimately, there's no point having like 10 degrees on your on your, on your wall when you don't even value the basic morals in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, as part of what you just mentioned, you know, we, we go through life, I think, oftentimes, and we do take certain things for granted. Education, I think, is one of them when we are looking at it from the perspective that just getting this one degree is going to solve all my problems in life. When we all know it's not true, it's just the beginning step, or it may be the beginning step. It's it just the beginning. It doesn't of, even guarantee you. It doesn't guarantee you. Absolutely. So. It's interesting to look at it from that point of view. And I, I like the point that you brought up. It, it sounds like what your parents taught you as far as being able to help people along the way. Because just like you said, we have a limited num- number of time, amount of time on this planet. And so the more that we can reach back out and lend a hand to someone in need, the better off, I don't even think necessarily we will be, but the better off we'll help other people in accomplishing whatever Very it is. True. Because... It's okay for your dreams to be different compared to mine. Very true. And one more thing I notice, I mean, I, I'm, I might uh, sound a little old and sound a little philosophical, but bear with me. I feel that people today are in a rush. Everyone is in a rush to get from point A to point B and everyone is in their own world. Mm-hmm. It's that everyone's in a rush, but they don't reach anywhere. Nobody takes the time to sit and talk to people. And uh, I remember reading it in a few years ago, and I think it's in New York or somewhere. They actually started having uh, human libraries, which is a great idea. You know, you go and just sit with the person and talk to them about their experiences. You talk to them about their experiences. And, you know, you actually interact with his or her point of view. So in today's world, we are pretty much into the social media we're pretty much into getting the instagram likes we're pretty much into getting the facebook likes but a conversation with a person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's so much that can be learned from that one conversation because you never know who it may be and you never know the experiences that that particular individual went through <clears throat> i mean that's that's the goal of it but you know like uh Back in the day before the technology and all that took over, I mean, I'm not complaining about technology. Technology has made our life much easier and all that. And that's one of the reasons why I jumped into tech. But I kind of feel that the human contact has been reduced 
I don't know, three times. That's the mm-hmm. way I see it. Mm-hmm. How do you, what do you, what do you do on, in your life that helps you continue to stay connected with other people? How do you, how do you put yourself in positions where you are able to have these conversations and, and keep the curiosity within each individual? Simple. I mean, I'm just going the old school way. I mean, I make it a point every weekend to probably go to a meetup or go meet uh, people that have common interests. For example, um, I mean, I'm still new to California, but back in Dallas, I would go to these meetups where people had the same mindset. I would go to a uh, book reading club or I'd go to a... I'm a big movie fanatic, so I would go and just... uh, um, go to this movie clubs and all that thing back in the university where people of same mind interest would come and strike up a conversation. It doesn't have to be something really long or really in depth. It just mm-hmm. has to be something about what you like. <clears throat> and back in my bachelor's, I had a very great friend who would, uh, who him and I would always keep talking about movies and you know we would just keep talking every other thing in the movie land and. It would be like probably a conversation of half an hour, 40 minutes, but that 40 minutes of satisfaction that, hey, this guy acknowledges <laughs> that you like this and he likes this makes it a big thing. And the other example, I I, I, I am a big Batman fan. Uh-huh. So whenever I find these uh, Batman comic con clubs or something, I definitely go and strike up. I mean, I'm not dressed up as the Dark Knight or anything, <laughs> but I just go and talk to them and ask them why they like it. And each one likes Batman for a different reason. Mm-hmm. So, and that that's that's just that's just the way it is and as long as you sit behind the screen and try to have this virtual thing i still feel that the major impact and the major thing um, major aspect of human uh, connection misses and we human beings being social animals require that and that is something that i see on a day to day basis reducing hmm. actually final question for you and this is this is a question that i ask all of our guests that come onto the show and that is, who or what are you grateful for today? What I'm grateful for today? I'm grateful for the life, the ups and downs, my family, everything that I am today, I'm grateful for it. The, the setbacks, the rejections, everything that I've faced till now is every, um, what do I say? Every time I've been put down, I've stood up. So that's the way I look at it. People are just grateful for the things that are happy or something, but you just have to be grateful for the things that have molded you into this person you are today. So that's what I'm grateful for. How do people find you? What are some of the ways that people can connect with you? And is there anything that you have coming up that people can be a part of? Um, at the moment, no, but I would definitely like to meet people and, you know, probably go and make uh, join these kind of clubs or something where I'm new to California. So, Anyone that are in California and, you know, would like to get in touch can always hit me up through LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I'll be happy to get that connection and we can probably take it from LinkedIn to a personal conversation. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being Thank you, Oleg. You're doing a great deed of, um, I mean, just saying that again, I know I've told you earlier, but you're actually making this uh, great um, great endeavor to get people voice their experiences. Then many a times when I've had heard few of your podcasts, I've just... Uh, re-evaluated the things I've had in life and I've re-evaluated the way I want to move forward so you're doing a great job just make sure that you know you keep doing this on a longer run as well and mm-hmm. people that actually want to come and share the stories or people that actually want to come and be a part of it will some or will some or the other way find a find a way to come and get you you're doing a good job I appreciate it thank you 
Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you haven't done so already, feel free to subscribe to our weekly newsletter so you can receive all of the latest episodes, featured stand-up and speak-up stories, and ways you can be involved with Overcoming Odds. Once again, we thank you for listening, and we'll look forward to having you next week.